Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm BP, and with me is Kiwi. Greetings. And Paxton. Hi. Today, we are going to be playing Deep Space D6 Armada. Yep. Uh, it is a Tony Go game. This is the only game, apparently. In the top 1,000, he actually has a... Oh, okay. I'll talk about it later. Okay, yeah. great, great. Uh, the artist is Gareth Davies. It was published just this year, 2021, because as we're recording this near the very end of yeah. 2021, uh, the publisher is Tau Leader Games. Which is owned by Tony Go. Excellent. Uh, and the description, uh, Deep Space D6 Armada is a cooperative game of space combat and crew management. In each game, the galaxy is being taken over by malicious regime known as the Federation. Players take on the roles of rebel starship captains who will venture across the galaxy to complete uh, complete away missions and defend planets from enemy threats. If the player's ships are destroyed, the galaxy will be lost forever. The mechanics are cooperative, dice rolling, point-to-point movement, worker placement, and there is a solo solitaire version. Paxton, can you describe what the box looks like a little bit? For our listening audience... <laughs> Paxton is shaking his head in the negative. What color is the box, Paxton? Uh, what is the most dominant color of the box? It's a white box. Excellent, excellent. What else do you see on the box, Kiwi? Uh, we've got kind of a pastel-colored uh, boxy um, spaceship. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I called something art like this. I've described it before as um, clip art from like um, PowerPoint. But I was told it was something else. Eric, okay. Eric very, very, Eric very pointedly pointed out that's not clip art. It's this type of art. Okay, okay. I I'm not sure what he was thinking of, but yes, it uh, is very boxy, kind of maybe um, like Art Nouveau esque, uh, Art Deco esque. Uh, the pastel colors. There's like aqua, uh, white, pink, and then it looks like maybe a. Planet? Yeah, it? I was, yeah, it looks like a planet. It almost or something. looks like a Death Star with the little cutout on the one side of mm. the planet. Anyway, yeah, uh, you know, white background, so the the pastel colors really pop. Paxton, if you saw this at a game store, would you pick it off the shelf? No. Okay. Which is interesting because of the games that. So when we picked the game, there was yeah. a stack of games that we hadn't played, and I said, Paxton, pick one of these, then we're going to podcast it. And this is the game that you picked. So why did you pick these out of all the other games? So it's the Armada. Okay. okay. What about the word Armada jumped out at you? Uh -huh. You don't know? Okay. Uh, but So you said you wouldn't pick this up if you saw it at a game store. But why you would, would you, pick but why it up you, off of our shelf. Yeah. Why did you? Well, he picked it up out of a very specific pile. Oh, okay. So why wouldn't you pick it up at the game out on a game shelf at a store? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. BP. A lot of shrugging. Um, it's space themed. Yeah. And which, our, yeah. our avid regular listeners will know BP's opinions about space games. Yeah. 
Paxton is not an avid regular listener to our podcast and therefore is unaware that BP is not super into space games. Sure. But it is cooperative. It is cooperative. The mechanics did sound very interesting. It almost sounded like uh, because I had just recently uh, listened to our year in the re- in review. Uh, so for you listeners who want to go back a couple of episodes, it is a great episode uh, that kind of uh, has us reviewing all the games we played in 2021. Um, and one of the things we did at the end was break down some of our favorite kind of mechanics. And this one really sounds up uh, Kiwi's uh, alley because it's got yeah, it's cooperative, it's cooperative and worker and placement. Worker placement. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, there's point-to-point movement and dice rolling, so I'm wondering if that means that the dice rolling is going to help us in our point-to-point movement. Well, we haven't got there yet, because uh, I would pick it up, obviously. This okay. is in our collection, and the reason why I picked it up is because originally Tony Go designed a game that was just called Deep Space D6, mm-hmm. and it was a solo game. Not Deep Space Nine, because that would be a totally different... Correct. Game. I think it's D6, like the die, a six-sided ah, uh, die. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, so he has a solo version that I typically travel with. Um, I don't always get a chance to play it, but I travel with it and it has a lot of the mechanics that we're going to see here, but people really wanted a multiplayer uh, kind of a cooperative game Mm -hmm. with that same sort of mechanics. So we designed uh, Deep Space D6 Armada, which of Uh, course, if we know anything about Armadas, it means there's multiple. uh, There could be, yes. I thought an armada was multiple ships. Uh, yes, yeah, okay. multiple ships, sure. Okay, so how do you guys think it's played? So we've got cooperative. So we are all working towards the same goal. And uh, that is basically, it sounds like we're taking down the Federation, a.k.a. Empire. We are rebel captains. Uh, so we got we to gotta defend planets so that the galaxy is not lost forever. Four. So that's our that's our goal. So what I'm guessing again, uh, worker placement. What do you think worker placement means, Paxton? Mm, work and then you place things. You okay. place a worker. Yeah. Okay. Where do you think um, what you're looking at that you might place workers on? On the little hexagons with things that look like you would work with. So on on the planets. Well, on the planet. Oh, yeah. There's little spaces specifically that have Way station and shipyard. Okay. 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 Those will trigger some actions. Uh, I think you get to move to the planets to help save them uh, with some of your dice movement. Although the dice also have some pretty interesting... They're not like your normal uh, pibbed dice. So they're special dice. So maybe... They help in your actions more than your movement. Mm. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Uh, and so we're going to try to work together. So we're trying to, obviously, if we're an armada, we want to keep our ships together. All right. Well, armadas. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about armadas, yeah. Kiwi. So armadas, uh, it comes from the Spanish or Portuguese uh, armado which means a, a fleet of warships, but it comes from uh, the Latin of armata with a T instead mm-hmm. of a D, uh, which just means like a armed force. Mm-hmm. Um, so really an armada, you could have a land armada or a sea armada. Mm-hmm. I think typically today when we hear the word armada, we think of a 
fleet of warships. Uh, and we probably actually think back to, uh, I'm going to ask the historian in the room, uh-huh. what do you think of? Well, Paxton and I just had this conversation upstairs. The very first time I remember hearing about armadas is Elizabeth I defeating the Spanish armada in the 1500s. That's right. And if we're talking about Rome, though, Rome did not have a navy until the Punic Wars when uh, they were trying to defeat the Carthaginians. So all this very much makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Elizabeth the first. Uh, yeah. So the Spanish Armada was the Spanish uh, attempting to invade England in 1588, uh, and they failed miserably. Uh, I believe it was the King of Spain who made the comment that he was uh, sending his fleet to fight men. Uh, not God and the winds and the waves, because uh, the weather uh, in the uh, English Channel just crushed uh, the Spanish Armada and then they weren't able to land anything. The English, in retaliation, uh, launched the uh, what's usually called so the, the Spanish Armada is also known as the Great Armada. Mm. And then the English launched the English Armada, or also called the Counter Armada, and they failed just as poorly. Uh, they didn't lose nearly as much, but it also did not go well. And they mm-hmm. did that the year, a year later. And then there was another uh, Armada. It's actually called so the Armada of 1779 was a French and Spanish attempt at invading England, and it also failed. And that one's occasionally called the Other Armada. <laughs> Um, And then I will leave us with, uh, there's actually um, a lot of the, it looks like a Spanish or uh, Portuguese speaking countries, Mm -hmm. uh, their navies are typically uh, Armada de Mm -hmm. whatever uh, country it is. So they still use the word Armada as they talk about it. Uh, I think in English, typically we don't use Armada, we just use fleet, Mm -hmm. but they're really interchangeable. You could use one or the other. That's interesting because, yeah... um, uh, I hit Elizabeth uh, went, went deep into uh, Elizabeth Elizabethan history, you might say, uh, this last semester. And there's uh, there are some scholars who have uh, begun kind of discussing how the myth of her her big defeat and her as a warrior queen uh, came about. And so now knowing that it was a big failure, but she has gone down in history, right, as this warrior king, queen because of uh, the ability to stave off the Spanish. Yeah. Sir Francis Drake was the, in charge of the mm-hmm. British forces mm-hmm. during all that. And then he was actually in charge of the counter armada mm. attempt the next year. And that also failed. Uh, so it's interesting that then, what, two, 400 years later, we then have another sort of a counter armada, if you will, that mm-hmm. actually worked on uh, D-Day. Yeah. Uh, we had a very large armada. And I think I read somewhere that that was actually uh, that those ships and the landing craft that came across the English Channel was the largest grouping of ships since the, those armadas in the huh. 15 and 1700s. Uh, okay, so in this game, we are not in charge of the Spanish Armada. Good. We are rebel. We might fail. Sure. We are rebel starship captains. We are working together to bring down the Federation. We do this by finding the source of their power and mm-hmm. destroying it. So the Death Star. Completing missions and collecting data tokens that will lead us to our final encounter. The player who owns the game gets to choose who goes first. Nice. Uh, I couldn't think of anything that would be better as a first player choice. Uh, So I own the game, so I'll pick me to go first. Okay, excellent. 
All right. The game is played over a series of rounds, which each round consisting of three phases. So we have the planning phase, the encounter phase, and the resolution phase. In the planning phase, each player can perform two actions, and you can do the same action twice if you want. So you can travel. So you can move your ship to adjacent planets. So if you look at each of the planets on the board, they have arrows and a name. Uh, they're also generally arrayed in the, how that works. So in Terra, you can make it to all of the other uh, four planets and one moon. Mm -hmm. But say from uh, Titan 6, you can only get to Invictus, Kagawa, and Terra. You can't make it all the way to Zenith 1. Makes sense. Uh, you can repair. So these white dice here in front of us uh, are our regular crew. So we can attempt to recover hull points. We can trade. So we can give or trade ship modules, heroes, or credits with another player at the same location. We can buy, upgrade, or configure our ships. So if you look at our the shipboards, they are uh, double layered. So we can insert mm -hmm. modules into the ships. So you can purchase modules or rearrange modules uh, if you're at a planet with a shipyard. So if you look at some of the planets, uh, they've got a shipyard icon. So mm -hmm. like uh, Invictus, Titan 6, Terra, and Kagawa all have a shipyard. Uh, and then finally, you can uh, hire crew. So at the way stations, which you'll see at Titan 6, Invictus, Zenith 1, and Kagawa, you can hire heroes, which will give you a special die that will uh, give you additional crew. Okay. Once all players have taken their two actions, move to the encounter phase. So if a player is at the same location as a fleet marker, which are these little red uh, circles with numbers on them, uh, they must be resolved. They have to fight that fleet and they must be resolved first before you can do anything else. So uh, when we fight, we're going to roll all of our crew die. Uh, and then based on what you get on the crew die, you're going to allocate them to modules on your ship that will then let you fight the uh, bad guy ships. So you're going to get all your crew, you're going to sign them, then we're going to roll the uh, enemy action die, then we're going to place uh, damage cubes, and if we have more than the value of the enemy ship, we blow it up. Uh, last, we'll retrieve all of our dice back uh, that aren't locked or in the infirmary, uh, and then we repeat that until the enemy is destroyed or the player is destroyed. If a player is at a location with a distress marker, which looks like these little triangles with uh, circles at the bottom, then we're going to uh, resolve a, uh, we're basically going to do an away mission. And it works very similarly, except that instead of assigning the crew to our ships, we will assign them to away an away mission card. Uh, if players are ever in the same location, you can do all these things together. Once all players have completed their encounters, move to the resolution phase and perform the following steps. We're going to draw additional distress beacon tokens based on the player count. We're going to draw threat detected cards based on player count, and we're going to activate hazard effects. One of the things we need to do is we need to get uh, these little tokens. Uh, they look like uh, memory cards, mm -hmm. and we need at least four of them. Once we have four of them, we can start the final encounter. We're going to get those from away missions. Okay. So that's one reason why we want to do away missions. Uh, once complete, we're going to begin a new round. Do this until all players are destroyed or the final encounter is defeated. Some away missions will have data tokens as rewards. Once four are collected, the final encounter, encounter is triggered. If the players are able to defeat the final encounter, they win. If not, they lose. Uh, and based on the tokens that we collect, it will dictate how the game ends. So there's like 
nine or 10 different possible endings Ooh. based on the tokens that we collect. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so them's the rules. Let's play. We just got done playing a game of Deep Space D6 Armada. To recap, uh, we ended up getting all of our chips that were required to trigger the different possibilities of endings. Uh, We ended up with one called Galactic Savior, which after lots of ties, ended up going to Paxton because he had the most heroes. Spent the most money. Uh, Yeah, obviously, to hire all those heroes. Um, This uh, threw a little twist and made it uh, one versus all, one versus many. Yeah, one versus many. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Paxton kind of became a traitor to the cause. And therefore, as his parents, we did what any good parents would do and hunted down our kid. Yeah, I feel like that's what any good parents should do. As soon as your your child becomes an enemy to the galaxy, yeah, you've got to take them out. Kiwi and BP won. Yep. Well, Paxton. I still won. I'm called CPS. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. All right. There we so go. Fast. That went. Yes. Okay. Theme. Uh, so, uh, Paxton, did you feel like you were a rebel captain taking down the Federation, helping to save the galaxy? And you did become galactic savior. Yeah, I mean, I did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can we? Yeah, I felt thematically, like, with the planets on the board and us moving around and upgrading our ship and hiring crew and seeing those crew members actually work... Uh, I did feel like, yeah, this the theme worked for this game. I felt like we were in a space armada doing stuff because we pretty much had to stick together the whole time. Mm. I think once we got stronger, I felt like Paxton, about halfway through the game, probably could have held his own on a couple. And he was doing a lot of the way missions on his own and succeeding. And so, like, my two attempts at doing something alone, I failed. So I just started doing stuff with everybody else. And I also took out two armadas. That's true. So, on your um, own. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I mean, you were obviously the savior. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, the whole ship module thing reminded me of other kind of spacey games like Galactic Trucker and things like that. Um, so, and Eclipse. yes. Yeah. Yes, that, maybe that's what I was thinking of. And the events were definitely very much uh, like you're saving the world. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Cowboy Bebop. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Hunting I can down. see that. And like bounties and doing yeah. stuff. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. And also like the ship customization because there's like so many mm. you can choose from. And like, yeah. Yep. Okay. I agree. Uh, so table presence. Uh, Paxton. So we've been over this one about like table presence before. Like if you saw this spread out. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Like, would you, would it catch your eye? Would you stop to check it out? Probably. Okay. Why do you think? Spaceships. Okay. With lasers. Yeah, I definitely would. I mean, we're playing on a six by four table here. Okay. Half we, of the table half, is covered well, in stuff. I, if you'd let me finish. <laughs> so yes, we, I mean, we're playing on a six by four table and we're taking up half of it. Yeah. And we 
probably could use a little bit more if it didn't have other things on yes. the other half of the table. So there is a lot of stuff. And I think that probably alone would catch your mm-hmm. eye. I think um, that might put me off just a little bit, seeing okay. the size of it. Uh, you know, just looking at the components of the game, when I started looking, I was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't too bad. Uh, but as soon as it starts spreading out, like I didn't realize how much space this uh, was going to take. Um, so it is definitely a table hog for sure. But I feel like I would probably stop and look and see what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. So and all the cards are, um, at least the hero cards are colorful. The ship cards are pr- fairly colorful. Uh, the planets are definitely very noticeable. Um, yeah, it was definitely the setup process and figuring out that, oh, we need to make adjustments on where things are because also our cards are going to get bigger. We're going to need space for rolling our dice individually. So you also don't have your dice rolling into each other, which mm-hmm. Paxton and I did a couple of times. And there's there's lots of components with it. So I think that's just something to kind of keep in mind. It definitely is an eye catcher. I think the art is... Um, I mean, it's it's no right century golem, but um, it does what it needs to do. It, yeah. It's definitely catchy. Yeah. Mechanics, Kiwi. Uh, yeah. So this game, a lot of it plays exactly like uh, Deep Space uh, D six in terms of like rolling the dice, assigning them to positions, uh, the fighting, some of the stuff that's, yeah, some of the stuff that's different is uh, obviously the movement because there isn't really movement in the solo game uh, that this spawned from. So like, I liked that aspect. I, the reason why I got it was because I liked that, that worker placement with the dice. I think we've talked about it before, like worker placement on its own is interesting to me at least. But when you start turning it into, hey, these workers could be different every time you roll the mm-hmm. dice, I find that super interesting because you can have a plan, but your plan completely changes because you don't get the icons you needed. And while on one hand, that might frustrate me because there's a, a, a level of um, unpredictability, mm-hmm. like it still makes it interesting for me and I, I like it. So, Paxton, do you feel like the way the game played... Uh, made it easier to pick up and learn or more fun to play with the mechanics working together? Yes. Okay. You did ask a yes or no question. I did. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think uh, also sometimes when we think of mechanics, we think of how it fits into the theme. And I think this was definitely one of those ones uh, that because of the style of worker placement, getting to decide where on your ship you're going to place your die to help right in the combat or how you're going to use your workers to help you uh, and your crew, right, uh, take care of the events. Um, yeah, it definitely helped make it feel like you were trying to save the galaxy. So... Um, how about the rules? Paxton, how did you feel trying to learn the rules and uh, rule of play went? It was pretty easy. Yeah? Okay. I think it was uh, 
there was definitely a little bit of a learning curve. We, uh, like you had said, you went off on your own right at the beginning and failed miserably. And uh, in the meantime, I was just sitting there being like, when do we get to go? Like, I thought this was a cooperative game. So I think there was definitely a few rounds where it, it took to get things together. And again, there's so many components and there were so many cards. And there were still, I think, a few little things where I feel like maybe we weren't quite playing some aspects of it properly either. So uh, it's 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 definitely a little bit more tricky. The cards themselves seem to be fairly clear, but there's a bunch of things where it's kind of there are question marks that may not be answered as clearly first round. I think some of this play can be done simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Like in the planning phase, everybody can do their own actions. You know, there were a couple of the resolution phases where we were doing our own thing over here and Paxson was off doing combat over there. And I would look up just to make sure like, okay, yeah, everything's going fine. And, and within the rules over there and Paxson's doing a great job and we were taking care of our stuff. Same thing with away missions. Paxson was taking away care of his. And so I think that might speed up. I think we were kind of doing one things after the other, but exactly like you are saying, we, we really didn't understand the game yet. So we had to move forward from there. There are definitely some things I need to look up the rule book. I think wasn't bad. Like when I initially read it, like I, I thought that I understood everything, but I think there's some things because like the way some of the hero cards were worded mm-hmm. and I think we were doing the distress signals. I think they should have been flipped up the whole time. So once we drew them, we would have read the story and then flipped them over and then they kind of take effect because there were some that like you had to take care of them immediately or they were going to more of them were going to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I think for a first playthrough, like, you're going to find little yeah. stuff like that and you can, you can pick it up and change it. So, yeah. So player interaction, Kiwi. I, I mean, it's a cooperative game. So we were discussing what we were going to do and going forward and, you know, who's going to target what. And, and we did some trades to make sure. Cause I, I think we hooked up Paxton with some really good stuff and that mm-hmm. made sense. Um, you know, so I felt like for a cooperative game, it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, we too, tend to be a game group that doesn't alpha. True. Um, so I know that's always a concern with some game groups, but yeah, no, Paxton and I, like, especially right at the beginning, we're like, hey, let's go here and take care of this, right? Like you had to be paying attention to what everyone was doing. Uh, so the big question, Paxton, would you play it again? I would indeed. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, you wouldn't pick it up off the shelf, so the playthrough won you over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about the playthrough? Was like, what was there a point where you're like, okay, I could totally play this again, or did it? Was it like a gradual? At the very end, mm. when we got all the chips, yeah, and I realized, <laughs> oh, wow, I'm the winner. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one of like. Six or seven different possible endings mm-hmm. just based on the combination of, of data cards that we got. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Okay. I didn't get to use any of it because you killed me instantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we were we were built up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Kiwi? Uh, yeah, I definitely would. I, I Like I said, I backed this because I really liked the solo and I wanted to be have something that was had more players and cooperative because I, I liked it. It had all of the elements of the solo game that I enjoy and they're all here and then some little extras to kind of bring it all together. So I, I, I'm i happy with the purchase and I would definitely play it again. Okay. Um, I 
would on one caveat it is definitely a game that i would want to play earlier in the day yeah 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 so yeah, I mean, I, I I play it again. I um again, I'm a big fan of cooperative games, and so that's that's always uh, fun. Feeling like you're right, saving the universe from the big bad evil also is great. Um, it's just it is uh, for those uh, looking for uh, maybe a lighter, shorter game. This is not. Yeah. This is definitely something that, as we've already said, is going to take up space. Uh, and it's going to take some time. It's it's fun, but you do want to make sure you're you're yeah you're you're ready and available. Yes. Yeah. So that was Deep Space D6 Armada. If you have any recommendations <laughs> of games you would like to hear our impressions on, please send them our way. You can do it via email at firstturntabletop@gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at firstturncast. And the podcast in Camel says, while he's in his spacesuit, uh, floating outside of his ship, making repairs because he just fought the galactic savior, mm -hmm. uh, he says, please don't forget to rate, review, and say, beep, beep, beep. Where's, where's that? Oh, oxygen so low. And subscribe on your favorite podcatchers. <laughs> we look forward to hearing from you. Play more games. Don't kill our camel. <laughs>